Hello, and welcome to Joyful Climate Writing. This is a podcast where I teach about finding joy, sharing your stories, and I hope to inspire others to become agents of climate justice. I'm your host, Catherine Ellsworth-Krebs, and this is going to be an episode about affirmations, bullshit, whether they are or not, and blurts. So this has been inspired in part from a session I had with a client recently, and I think I've been hearing this in other spaces uh, where people are kind of like, affirmations are bullshit. Affirmations don't work. And in some ways, for a long time, I really agreed. I didn't find affirmations that helpful uh, because sometimes it feels like you're gaslighting yourself. You're like, I'm so good at this or I'm so beautiful or, you know, um, they don't. I think it's learning how to use affirmations. And so I was realizing the big shift for me is when I did the artist way, which was over a year ago. So in year in sorry, in week one of the artist way, Julia offers this exercise on blurts. And I, I found that this was actually a really good way to create affirmations that do work for you. And if you have the old school book that has like a mountain on the front, which I really like, that's the version I bought. This is on page 34. Um, so what Julia points out is that actually we use affirmations all the time, but usually they're negative ones and we don't feel embarrassed about those. So I'm just going to quote her. She says, uh, affirmations help achieve a sense of safety and hope. When we first start working with affirmations, they may feel dumb, hokey, embarrassing. Isn't this interesting? We can easily and without embarrassment bludgeon ourselves with negative affirmations, such as I'm not gifted enough, not clever enough, not original enough, not a young enough. But saying nice things about ourselves is notoriously hard to do. It feels pretty awful at first. Try these and see if they don't sound hopelessly syrupy. Quote, I deserve love. I deserve fair pay. I deserve rewarding creative life. I am a brilliant and successful artist. I am rich. I have rich creative talents. I am competent and confident in my creative work. So I'm going to end the quote there. And so I think this is such a good point. We have a lot of negative self-talk that basically is affirmations. All those voices where you keep telling yourself you're not enough or people don't want to hear from you. You don't have anything valuable to say. Those are also affirmations. Um, and what her activity really helps with is, again, creating ones that are useful for you. Because I think affirmations are really powerful, but it's about finding the right one, finding the right sort of statement you can tell yourself that it does put you in a good headspace. Um, I talked about this, I think, just in the last episode about feeling your feelings. It's like, how do you get yourself to feel um, quite resourced and to show up as the person you want to show up. So I think affirmations are really powerful to do that, but it's about how do you do that? So Julie Cameron uh, introduces this idea of the censor, um, or this could be your inner critic, right? So I'm just going to share a little bit more of what she writes. So she talks about how when you write an affirmation, like the one she shared, I deserve pay, I deserve fair pay, I deserve love, that your censor is probably going to perk up. They don't like the sound of your real self-worth, or other people might call this the ego, right? And they immediately start uh, throwing critiques at you, like, who do you think you are? Um, <laughs> or 
yeah, you just have that voice come up. I think this is why affirmations don't work for people is because they might start to say things like, I love myself, I am enough, and then these different voices come up. And so she recommends that you pick one affirmation and you write it 10 times in a row. And while you do that, your sensor will start coming up with objections and those are called blurts. So when those blurts come up, you actually start writing them to the side. You find out what those nasty things are that your ego is saying to you. This is also like my first episode. These are the gremlin voices, right? Um, so ones that she says are like, um, she maybe would have written an affirmation about being brilliant and prolific. And then her ego says, well, actually, you can't spell and you never show up to write. You're just kidding yourself. You're an idiot. No one wants to hear from you. Uh, editors will never accept this. You're terrible at writing. You don't know how to use metaphor. <laughs> I've talked about that. Um, and so there's all these nasty blurts that come up and you get those down. And then you actually have learned something about your in some ways, your negative affirmations, but your actual subconscious and some of your negative core beliefs. And then you take each of those and you respond to them, just like we did in the first episode of Gremlins. So I just really love this activity because um, I think it's part of the reason why affirmations don't work for people is that... Um, they might say one, I'm so beautiful, and then they're looking at themselves in the mirror and they notice their acne or uh, their double chin or, 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 right? So it actually brings out all these blurts. And unless you engage with the blurts and then write something that's much more specific, perhaps, or are able to like address them and still come back to that core first initial affirmation, then yeah, you're going to think they're bullshit. They don't really work because you don't believe that statement. So I really like this one, and Julia recommends that you try doing this, um, like, every day until you actually can write the same one ten times in a row without any new blurts coming up. And I just found this really, really worked for me. Um, so I would recommend that for anyone who's ever thought affirmations were bullshit, um, and so you want to turn every one of those sensor ego gremlin voices into a different affirmation and then work with that. My other ideas about affirmations and when they really started to shift for me is um, also knowing that sometimes when you try to like in some ways, these just come back to the unintentional intentional models, which I talked about. Uh, I can't remember which number but the episode that's talk, like named something about coaching, I think. Um, and the model, coaching the model. That's the title of the podcast episode. Um, so what that is, is right. Those blurts that come out are actually, um, your unintentional model. And then when you write a new response to it, those are your intentional model. But sometimes again, it's hard to just jump from maybe a place of shame up to a place of joy. And so it also can be really helpful to throw in the words like it's possible or I'm willing. So rather than being like, 
I can feel good all the time in my life. It's like, I'm willing to feel good more in my life. Or rather than thinking that, uh, you know, 20 people are going to listen to my podcast immediately and get great results from it. And it's more like, it's possible this will help one person and that's worth it. So I think sometimes adding that it's possible or I'm willing when it's just like you say an affirmation and ugh, you just don't totally believe it is a really good way to start moving into that shift in energy. Like it's possible. Uh, I think I've had some clients recently, like they were talking a lot about, you know, other people's reactions to them or other situations. And in some ways it's kind of like they knew they couldn't control those other people, but it was also just thinking like, it's possible that person heard what they needed to. It's possible in the future, they're going to behave differently. Like that just feels a lot better than like trying to say something is like absolute. So I think that it's possible or I'm willing to see this differently, I think is really, really useful. Uh, there's some other ones that I think, I don't know. I just really like these affirmations. Sometimes they stop you from ruminating or worrying. Um, but sometimes it's like, I know when the time comes, I'll be certain. I really like that affirmation as just a general catch all or just telling yourself like it's possible it's working. If there's like something new you're doing and you're sort of losing faith, it's just acknowledging that sometimes the evidence isn't right in front of you, but still people are out there. Like, um, again, I might not always know if someone's benefited from the podcast and maybe I'm like, oh, I can't really be bothered writing all these posts. And then maybe it's like two or three weeks later that someone messages me about the changes that they've had uh, as a result of what I've shared. And so it's just trusting it's working or it's possible that <laughs> people are already benefiting from this. And so sometimes when that ego comes up, when those parts come up, I think those are really helpful, helpful ones. Uh, another affirmation that I've just really liked is it's going to be scary and I'm going to do it anyway. Um, so, yeah, play around with this exercise. I think affirmations are really powerful. They're not bullshit like you can bullshit yourself totally but I think if you use them to hear and feel out your gremlins and then respond to them affirmations are actually really really valuable because they can immediately get you into a resource state depending on how you use them so good luck and I'd love to hear from you if you want to work more on your unconscious beliefs and want coaching on that, let me know. Get in touch. I'll have all my details in the show notes. All right. Catch you next time.